Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome once again to our Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Minister Joel Lewis, and you're listening to me. There's a word especially for you when you think you're about to give up. Hello, welcome once again to our weekly internet program. I'm your host, Minister Joel Lewis, and you are listening to Free on the Inside, an internet program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you could be. We're in for a great time this morning. You two could join the conversation and speak to our guest that's going to be on this morning. That call-in number is 310-982-4126. Again, that call-in number is 310-982-4126. And now, without any further delay, we have our guest on the line this morning, Mr. Flores. He's with the Prison Fellowship Ministry. He's going to come on and share some things regarding that ministry. Good morning, Mr. Flores. Good morning. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing great. Welcome aboard here. Oh, man, thank you very much. I know that you're busy, so we're going to maximize this time. Introduce yourself and tell us what's going on in that ministry. Well, my name is Juan Flores. I'm Field Director for Prison Fellowship Ministries for North Texas. And the, the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, standing in front of, or rather sitting in front of the Sanders Estes prison uh, before I go into a class with some of the prisoners in, inside. Great, great. Well, God bless you. You know, Ms. Laura, I met you a few weeks ago at one of your training facilities, you know, with the Prison Fellowship. So I know you have a heart and a passion for this. But I want you to share some things that's coming up on your roster for the uh, Fellowship Prison Ministry. Well, our focus right now, as far as the church, is to go ahead and start our angel tree registration with the churches. We uh, we do angel tree every year, and we focus on Christmas time, but we try to register churches early so that we can have them working with us and be able to, you know, serve the children that we serve through angel tree, do that in a way that uh, helps them out and also helps the church out to reach out to the least of these. Oh, that's great. Now, tell me, what's the benefit of this here? Because as we go into this here, a time of the year, the next six months here, we have people that seem to be disconnected. What is the purpose of the angel tree for our inmates and families? Well, it connects the parents. They're incarcerated with their children. And I just want to give you a couple of statistics. Right now, an estimated 2.7 million, I won't say that again, 2.7 million children have a mom or a dad in prison. That number is huge, isn't it? And, and, you know, this is an opportunity for the church to reach out and not only just reach out to these children, because we always reach out to children during Christmas, but to reach out to the children of the incarcerated who uh, probably have not seen their parent in a, a long time because they're incarcerated in a prison that's far away from their home. And, and they don't remember uh, perhaps getting a gift from, from their parent before, but when they get that gift in their hands, you know, that makes the world of difference. It, it, take, it takes away from any other gift that they can receive. They could be, even though they have a parent in the prison, they could be living with a family, uh, aunt or uncle that's well off and gives them all kinds of nice gifts. But when we bring that gift to that child in that home, he puts all those toys away, puts them to the side, and looks at that one little gift that came from their mommy or their daddy, and that makes a big difference in their lives because they know that that parent is still thinking about them. Oh, man, that is a blessing. Hey, uh, Ms. Flo, right now, I know you are you going to get ready to go into the prison, but give us some contact information so someone hear this, they say, hey, I want to be a part of this. I want to know more about it. Well, yeah, I definitely want to make sure I, I get that out before I, I finish. Well, you can uh, call us toll-free. Uh, so if, you, if the listeners are, are, are getting ready to write this down, call us toll-free at 1-800-55-ANGEL. Now, that's going to be 1-800-55-264-35. Or you can visit us at www. 
angeltree.org. That's www.angeltree.org. Uh, uh, Mr. Lorenz, well, thank you. I know that you pressed for time. Now, tell us now, what, before I let you go, what's the importance of this? How important it is for us to have proper training as we go into the jail and the prison? Because I went to one of your training sessions, man, and I was very uh, informed, and, and I feel like I was empowered to go in and do the things I do. And tell us how important it is for us to be equipped to go into the jail and the prison. Well, it's, it's definitely, we need to be equipped. And I know there's a lot of people out there that, that have a heart for this, have a heart, again, to reach out to the least of these. And that incarcerated man or woman at prison, uh, they, they, they found themselves in a place where they need to, they want to change, you know, and they, they, they want to be transformed, and they want to reach out to the Lord, and they, they want to know more about him. But we as ministers, as, as the hands and feet of Jesus going into the prisons, we need to be equipped. Just like in any other ministry, we need to be equipped. Like, I would say not just like any other ministry. I think we need to be especially equipped because we're, we're dealing with people who um, reflect society nowadays. You know, broken people, need people that 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 are in dire need of, of a savior, and, and we can offer them that. But we have to understand that that it's a different culture in there, uh, with a different set of values sometimes, and and if we're not equipped, if we're not trained well. We can maybe make things worse, <laughs> not just for for them, but even for ourselves. So we need to be prepared. But at the same time, you know, we 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 have to show that love of God. So we we, we train. Uh, prison fellowship provides training to our volunteers, and we partner with ministries. We equip you, and then once you're in the in the prison or the jail, we even provide mm-hmm. materials for you to use in the prison, free of charge. Amen. Now tell us, what's the website and link uh, that we could uh, uh, go to if we want to find more information want to be a part of that? Because someone say, hey, I would like to be involved in this, but I want to be trained, and I want to know that I have support uh, system in place so when I do go to these places. Yeah, you can go on to uh, www.prisonfellowship.org as well, uh, and you'll find a lot of information. Matter of fact, uh, oh, we've got a lot of different ministries. That's what we call Prison Fellowship Ministries. But uh, the one that I'm most involved with, of course, is the Prison Fellowship itself. But, again, it's www.prisonfellowship.org. And if you go to the tab, there'll be be certain tabs on there. If you go to the tab that says Get Involved, so have them write that down, Get Involved, the tab that says Get Involved. And under that tab, you're going to have a a menu there, but you're also going to have a part there that – allows you to, if you want to get involved, to put in very little information, just your name and a couple other things, email address, things like that. And someone from our ministry will contact you, and they will put you in touch with our program support specialist locally. And in turn, once she gets all the information, she's going to send it to me, and then we'll, I'll be looking at where we can position you so that you can be, again, the hands and feet of Jesus going into the prisons and the jails. But uh, that's the process. But it all starts, just like we say in Angel Tree, we say in Prison Fellowship, it all starts with you as well. So when you take that <laughs> step forward, when you take that step forward, that's where, you you know, we're going to open our arms to you and welcome you into this ministry. Hey, man, God bless you. Miss Flora, I know you got to go. Hey, thank you very much. You know I, think, uh, I would like you to come back again. Because it's more to what uh, to the ministry than what you had time to share with us. But thank you, and we pray that what you do today, man, it makes a it touch the hearts, man, and it makes a difference in their life because they see that you've been in the hands and the and the heart of Jesus. And and as you go forth, man, you you encouraging men to be more than they can be. That they're not just confined to that uh, correctional institution, man. That they are that they have been uh, that they are a soulless worth saving. So thank you, sir, for what you're doing, and looking forward to talking to you at a later date regarding this ministry. Oh yeah, definitely, Joel. I'm, I'll, I'll be glad to uh, to do that. I want to encourage people to look towards prison fellowship and also ministry in prisons as an option for their ministry, for them to to, to go out into the world and, and make a difference and make an impact. And we work with churches, we work with ministry teams. We we work with individuals, you know, whoever wants to take that step of faith 
and believe that God is in is everywhere. God's in the prisons, God's in the jails, God's in the hospitals, God's everywhere. And there's nothing impossible for God. So as long as we're with God, we, there's nothing impossible to us. You can go forth in faith and know that you're going to make a difference in the prisons, in the jails, wherever God wants to send you. And I just want to, you know, thank you, Joe, for giving this opportunity to speak out. Uh, remember, Angel Tree, we're already registering churches. So if your church wants to get involved with Angel Tree, I gave you that information earlier. The, the earlier you register, the better, because that way you'll be prepared. Come Christmas, when you do that Angel Tree Christmas party or the event in your church and those children come to you, you'll have everything set if you start early. So, again, I encourage you to register early at that website. Hey, man, God bless you, Miss Flores, and we'll be talking later. Have a blessed day and be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Uh, so thank you again Amen. and have a great day. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Oh, okay. God bless you, God bless you amen. We pray, we'll just listen to Mr. Juan Flores. Uh, he's with the Prison Fellowship Ministry, and uh, he's on on uh, location or on uh, as a, one of the jails that the Prison Fellowship uh, goes out and they minister to. And um, he was telling us about the Angel Tree Ministry that's coming up here in the next six months. So, But you can't wait till, it, till it's up on us. You need to prepare right now. And so he gave us some information. We're going to follow up on that throughout the program, and we want you to be encouraged to be about our father's business. And we have another guest on the line. Here should be a Michael Fleming should be on the line, and he's going to come up, and he's going to share some things with us. And you, uh, and I want you to be encouraged. I'm not in the studio today, but this is God's business. And guess what? The work goes on. I want to thank my co-host and, uh, and my labor in the ministry, LaShondra Lewis. She's at the switchboard. She's directed our call. And so she will make sure that you'll get in for any questions or comments that you have regarding any of the guests. And, again, I would encourage you to continue to follow Blog Talk Radio, Granny's Place, for all the great ministries that's associated with this. On Monday nights, we have my sister, my friend. Tuesdays, we have a uh, marriage ministry, Mojo uh, uh, Mojo Talks, and dealing with uh, marriage and, and couples. And Wednesday nights, we have uh, Linda Jordan Ministries, a prayer line ministry called A Kingdom Call. And then on Fridays, we have Street Talk, dealing with our young men and women, a young issue. And so I encourage you to listen in, call in, and be a part of something uh, greater yourself. And then on Saturdays, you have yours truly. On Saturdays, you being free on the inside. The freedom that comes from, from being able to do the things that God put in your hands to do. But I'm gonna I'm gonna yield the floor right here, and we're gonna bring in our next guest this morning, Mr. Flemings. Are you on the line? Uh, good morning, Joel. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm sorry we didn't have any questions for Mr. Flores. He's he's in, at the jail in the prisons, man, and he was going to go in and do some ministry, Mike. And, you know, I love that, man, because I do that type of ministry. But I'm glad that I'm not alone, man. And you like that. You know, you're involved in ministry at a different level, man, but it's all serving the same purpose, to restore God's people and give a glory and honor to our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus. Amen. Well, that's certainly true. Uh, ministry is is like creation. We know that all creation testifies to the righteous and divine nature of our Father, our Holy Father. And nature is diverse. It's made up of many different components, all having a, a particular or specific purpose, uh, but all united uh, in its common goal and mission to glorify God and to reflect uh, uh, his um, um, wonder and beauty and glory. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad, uh, as usual, uh, to have the opportunity to support your ministry and and to inform our community about the wonderful things that God is doing through uh, his people uh, in building his kingdom. Hey, man, God bless you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. You know, uh, Mike, Minister Fleming, you know, I call you Mike, or you my friend. But, you know, uh, man, you know, you're involved in ministry, man. You want to keep me going, Minister. I am encouraged when y'all talk to you and when you're sharing the ministry with me. Now, you and Beverly Beasley went to a presentation regarding a, a ministry. Will you please share some of that listening audience and encourage them to be a part of that? Certainly. I'd be more than happy to. Yes, on, on Tuesday of last week, um, Miss Beverly Beasley and I and 
uh, other representatives of various organizations were um, guests on at um, Watermark Church in North Dallas, where Unite uh, the Church dot um, org held a forum, and the forum was to discuss ways that we could begin to unite greater Dallas. And the emphasis was on um, um, the area of education uh, and uh, the importance of that for our young people and how churches can play a greater role in being involved in helping families and schools uh, uh, to empower our children and our youth by acquiring the knowledge and the skills necessary to compete in a very competitive age. And one of the things that I found very interesting was the fact that they had identified that in Dallas alone there were 2,750 churches that were not engaged uh, with our schools and the educational process. Repeat that again. Right, that is, large numbers, man. <laughs> that in the greater Dallas area, that there were 2,750 churches that were not actively engaged with our children and the educational system. Okay. And what, what, what was meant by not engaged is that there was no deliberate, planned, active involvement or collaborative relationship between churches and the schools within their communities or geographical reach. Now, out of those numbers of churches, I think there were 140 churches that have actively committed to partnering uh, with schools, and there are about 110 churches that were engaged in other ways. And For instance, uh, uh, in the Lancaster uh, area, uh, the um, Ministerial Alliance, of which uh, I'm a part of, we're actively engaged in um, uh, a vehicle where we have what we call a quarterly breakfast roundtable. And we meet, uh, and that's the school district, the Lancaster uh, Independent School District, the city of Lancaster, and the ministerial alliance, i.e. local pastors and churches. And we meet each quarter, and we address the issues and concerns that are affecting our children, their families, and their access to educational opportunities that will enable them to maximize the life that God so chose. And we're always looking at and 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 planning and discussing how to better uh, involve um, the faith community in helping to support uh, families and schools in educating our children. So this forum was to talk about how do we get more churches involved in doing just those kinds of things. And there were some goals that were identified. One is that uh, for the year 2015, which means the last six months of this year, we wanted to try to recruit 50 additional churches to become more engaged with the schools in the Dallas area. And then by 2020, a total of 500 churches. We want to uh, to increase uh, by 1,000 the additional people that will be mobilized uh, to be involved in volunteer, mentoring, and tutoring activities uh, in our schools that come from our churches, our faith-based uh, uh, institutions. And so we were talking about uh, how can we impact uh, our communities, and we realized the way you impact communities is by impacting uh, individuals and families. And impact means to identify the kinds of things and the kinds of systems we can put in place that can lead to transformational kinds of activities and relationships. 
And by transformational, we means by changing how we've done things in the past to uh, create better ways of forming collaborative relationships between educational systems, uh, our churches, and our families to uh, establish new and ongoing working relationships so that our children recognize that the first institutions in their lives, and, and when we talk about first institutions, we're talking about uh, you know children are born into families who then expose them to faith that leads to migration into educational institutions. So our children, oftentimes their first exposure to the institutions of life is family, faith, and education. And those three need to be on the same page uh, and impacting our children's lives. Amen. That's so true. That is so true. Minister Fleming, now give us some information about this organization and how someone that's hear what you're saying and, and they've been ignited to do better and get involved in it, how can they get in touch with you and, the men, and that organization to make a difference in the life of our young men and women? Well, there are several ways. You know, one way is that they can call, uh, call me on my number, which is 214-900-4179, and uh, I can provide them with uh, uh, more details and specific information on how to, uh, to get involved uh, with our uh, educational system and those organizations uh, who are committed uh, toward uh, making a difference in education. Another way is that they can go to um, uh, the um, website for Unite Greater Dallas, which is uh, ran by UniteTheChurches.org. Okay? On that website, they can find everything that they need uh, to, uh, to, to get involved and to gain access to the tools and resources. Uh, one of the other ways is that through Unite Greater Dallas and UniteTheChurches.org, they've formed uh, this partnership, and it's called COMMIT. And it's COMMIT, and we're committing to our kids and our tomorrow. Okay? And there you can find out uh, the functions and activities, ways of convening churches and nonprofits and others, and some of the uh, focus issues that the churches uh, are addressing and uh, as we heard while ago, the word equipping, how to be equipped and how to equip the church with what we call best practices and training and these opportunities. But again, you can call my number, 214-900-4179, or you can go to unitethechurches.org, and on that site you can gain uh, access to all the information you need and you can also call them directly by calling 972-424-0681. You can also reach them through their email, which is education at unitethechurch.org. Education at unitethechurch.org. Now, if that's all right, God bless remember, you. Just call God bless you. Uh, 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 Minister Fleming, our time is by drawing near on this interview. But thank you for the information you share. Now we touched base the other day. You was talking about a uh, uh, a youth ministry that which you was a part of, uh, and I, uh, would you care to share that with us? Well, it's uh, um, a, a new organization in North Texas called New Horizons. New Horizons has been around for about you know thirteen or fourteen years, largely functioning out of the uh, Florida area. Um, but they have recently expanded into North Texas. And uh, New Horizons' mission is to uh, prepare uh, our children uh, for the future. And it does it through mentoring and, and tutoring programs for children uh, and teens. And one of its primary focus is to impart Christian values that will lead to developing a moral uh, foundation and uh, the life skills necessary for them to succeed in school so that they can succeed in life. And their concern is the fact that here in Dallas, especially in the uh, Dallas Independent School District, that 89% of our children uh, are classified as economically 
disadvantaged, and about 66% are classified at risk. And we know what at risk means. We mean at risk of dropping out, at risk of getting caught up in, in drug abuse, at risk of criminal activity, and so forth. And so all too often, uh, when children are, are, are economically disadvantaged and then fail to succeed in school, they're pulled into a life of destructive behavior and apathy and, and so forth. And so New Horizons uh, is just now starting here in North Texas. They just recently hired uh, uh, their executive director, this wonderful couple uh, from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, they begin to identify uh, churches that they want to partner with in working with school districts. Right now their first priority uh, is going to be in the Pleasant Grove area, uh, because they've gotten commitments from a couple of the principals, one particular who's working at the uh, Teich uh, Elementary School. And so we're looking at, again, how churches can begin to work with our schools uh, uh, through New Horizon to partner in order to, to better benefit and to do outreach work with our children and specifically to get our children aware of in our church of the importance of churches and men and women of faith um, being involved with our children uh, through early childhood education, intervention, and so forth. So, again, Amen. you can reach me by calling me at my number, 214-900-4179, and I'll put you in touch uh, with New Horizons and uh, the uh, key uh, contact people. Hey, man, God bless you. Uh, you know, uh, I would uh, like to bring you back on at a later date, and we do a follow-up, and you continue this line of, of conversation because uh, there's a great need for uh, us being engaged with our community, with our young men and women at risk, and that's the title of our program, Help Change a Life, you know. And so we're very serious about that, and we're glad that we're not, we're not alone in, in trying to get this out and trying to implement some programs to help change life. Thank you for what you're doing, and uh we're looking forward to speaking with you and working with you in the ministry. You know, you're always welcome to the program. You're my fellow, uh, you're my co-laborer in the ministry. Uh, so I love that, brother, uh, minister, and uh, and you're my friend. Amen. Well, appreciate Amen. it. Appreciate it. All right. Keep up the good work, and uh, I'm sure God is pleased with your efforts. I tell you what, you hold on, because we got another guest that's coming up here, and you should be involved in and be a part of what's going on there. We have another young lady that's on the line, uh, that's coming up. She may be already on the line now. Uh, I'm not in the studio this morning, so but everything is going well. We want to thank uh, Sister Lashandra Lewis for on the switchboard this morning. She's keeping things decent and in order. You two can join the conversation at three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. And you could uh, chime in on, on the topics that have been discussed, or you can find out more information. We have a very large archive. So if you miss anything today, please feel free to go back and check it out. Uh, Amen. Do- uh, Minister Lewis, Minister Lewis, Dr. Janet is on the line. She's been listening in. So you can feel free to bring her in at any moment oh. now. She is on the All line. All right. All right, and do me a favor and just, uh, just mute some of the ones that are just listening, and we'll bring them in toward the end of the show. We want to give uh, Dr. Janet all the room she needs to explain to us about her ministry. I am so happy to have Dr. Janet call PhD uh, on the line, and uh, we pray her husband is on the line too, Dr. Johnny, and uh, they're great a husband and wife ministry team, and she's going to come on and she's going to share some things that are dear to her heart. Good morning, Dr. Janet. Good morning, Pastor Lewis. How are you? I'm doing great. Welcome to the program, free on the inside. Amen. Free, free, free. Who the Lord has said free is free indeed. Amen. Good morning, everyone, and good morning, and thank the Lord for this day, for this is a day that he has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Pastor Lewis, for inviting me to be on your show today. Well, you're welcome, and if your husband is sitting there with you, tell him I say hello, and we would love to get him on here as time permitted. Now, will you please introduce yourself and tell us about the ministry and the thing that God has put to your hands to do? Well, good morning, um, radio listening audience. My name is Dr. Janet, and it's Janet Cobb, and my husband is Dr. Johnny, 
TJ, and, and our ministry um, uh, is Missionary Acts Ministry. And uh, we back that up with the Word of God, Acts 4, 32 to 36. And if I can, I'll just paraphrase it a little bit. It's when all the believers came together in one heart, with one mind, and with all things in common, and they brought what they had to the table. And when they departed, none had need of anything. And that is our core value. That is the Word of God that we stand on today. And we were just asking believers to come together in one accord, with one heart, one mind, and, and just be about kingdom building in this day and time. Amen. Yes, go ahead, uh, Dr. Janet. Thank you, Reverend Lewis. Um, so I was just giving a little bit about our um, <coughs> Missionary Act, excuse me, ministry. We have several facets to our business and also our ministry. Our ministry is about God's business, and our business is about our ministry. We have a nonprofit, which is called Team Go Green, along with Go Green Community Network and Development. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I can tell you a little bit about Team Go Green. Uh, team is for treatment, education, and addiction management. And uh, and uh, I'll tell you a little bit about Go Green as we go. But with uh, Team Go Green and our Go Green Community Network and Development, we have we partner with several local uh, agencies, and we try to bring that information uh the knowledge to the community as we do community cleanup and community beautification projects. Um, we are we're about um, education, bringing awareness and prevention um, to our communities. We um, have a slogan that we use: "Put the neighbor back in the hood." We must refuse to live in the hood because when you put the neighbor back in the hood, you're allowing when neighbors looked out for each other, neighbors were concerned about each other. Neighbors looked out for each other's homes and looked looked out for each other's children, and we were just concerned about each other. As the Lord gave us His second greatest command was to love one another. And unfortunately, in this day and time, some of us don't even know our next day next door neighbor. So we want to put the word out. Everyone joining us, join with us on this campaign. Put the neighbor back in the hood. You like that, Pastor Lewis? I love that. I love that. And, you, and as you were sharing that there, and I was just thinking about I had the opportunity to go over to your office where you and your husband uh, conduct your business at hand, and that, it was very beautiful. And, they, and the uh, slogan, Go Green, and, you know, and he had the opportunity to share some things with me uh, about that. And I'd like to share that with our listening audience at a later date, but I'm glad you touched on that. Now tell us about... Uh, the event you got coming up about the free mammogram and how that's the, uh, out to make a difference in the lives of our women. We, don't call, we got to take care of ourselves, but we got to start at first thing first. So what are some of the qualifications and how can someone get involved in that that will say, hey, I need to have this done? Absolutely. And, you know, everything that um, I try to do, I try to see God in everything I do, and I, I try to see the Word of God in everything. You know, he said, he wished, Paul said, I wish above all things that you be in health, that in good health, and uh, as your um, soul prospers and, and your spirit. Oh, I missed that. I but um, we have to take care of our health. So we're inviting everyone to come out and celebrate freedom for a green, healthy living. And um, we're doing that through our Team Go Green Community Health Center, which brings, of course, the education, awareness, and prevention. On June the 20th, through the sponsorship of Parkland Hospital, they're offering free mammograms, free mammograms to all women 35 years of age and older, have not had a, a mammogram this year, have no insurance. And even if they do have insurance, if it's the Obama plan, it's welcome also. So everyone um, would like to invite the pastors to bring this information to their congregation, to their women group. And also, that is for the women, the free mammograms, and we're doing it by appointment slot. So you won't have to come at 
it starts at 7 o'clock a.m., and it's running up to about 2 p.m., but you won't have to come and stay there all day waiting for your mammogram. You will have your own very own appointment slot. That's a wonderful thing right there. And um, so all they have to do is call me to pre-register, 214-458-7806. And if that line is busy, they can call 469-464-9563. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. And we encourage all the women to make their way over to that event. I think it's in the South Dallas area. I saw the flyer, and and, uh, and so uh, they have uh, adequate uh, space and things provided for you. So please make your way out there and support this ministry. Now, Dr. Janet, I was looking at your website that you sent me. It says uh, WorldwideFeedMySheet.com. Tell us about that ministry, because I'm very impressed about some of the things that you and your husband is a part of in ministry. Well, thank you very much, Pastor Lewis. And may I go back and give the address? I um, I didn't give the address. It's going to be located on the corner of Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard and Irvey, which they have now changed the name to Colonia. But if you go to the 1700 block of MLK Jr. Boulevard in Dallas, 75215, you will see the huge... Parkland Mobile Mammogram Van, and that's where we will be. Also on that day, if I can um, tell you, it, w- it will be a day of family fun. We're encouraging everybody to come out and celebrate freedom because it will be the day after June 19th, which is was our Freedom Day, and um, the day before Father's Day. So we're going to be doing a community cleanup and beautification. We intend to have barbecue, free barbecue, free red soda water, free watermelon. So I'm asking all the churches to partner up with me, bring your choir, bring, we'll have testimony service. Let's make this a great and grand event to glorify God uh, in our doing. So please join me in this community uh, effort. And uh, about the website is www.worldwidefeedmysheep.com. You can go to that website. You'll see our kind of like how God opened the floodgates to our political arm in the ministry. And also you'll see that we are the National Association of Boarding Facilities, so we offer training about regulation and reforms on how to start a handicapped group home if anyone is interested in that. Um, Also you'll see different other uh, pages. And you'll also find uh, more about myself, my biography, and the things that we have done for the last 17 years um, that we've been doing the ministry. Um, Also, we have another website that uh, I'd like to give you, Pastor uh, Lewis. It is um, www.goldgreensynergy.com, and that's G-O, one, it's all together, Go. Green Synergy is G-R-E-E-N-S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y. On that website, you'll see more about our community development and the, all the information that we're uh, planning to do in the community. And um, Pastor Lewis, I would just like to share some information about what what we do with Go Green Synergy. If Go I right could, ahead. sir. Yes, please. Okay, we are Gold Green Synergy, Gold Green Dallas, and Gold Green Community. I know you heard a lot of Gold Green, but we back that up on the word of Psalms 24.1. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and everything that lives therein. And so we are a, we're networking for a social change and a community redevelopment. And what is that? What the, does that mean? It means well, we're working towards seeking other nonprofits, churches, and other communities to join us in this unified movement of providing community cleanups and beautification projects. Um, we get we empower the people to take pride back into your communities. 
by being an active participant in our uh, community cleanup projects. And so we try to create a synergistic, that's where the word synergy comes from with Gold Green Synergy. With this synergistic approach, we will be able to, uh, it, it says there's strength in numbers. So we want to be able to go out and mow and cut down the high weed area. We want to clean up our neighborhood. We want to trim back the trees and repair fences and plant beautiful flowers. So we want what you, when you drive south, we want to see the things that reflect us. Uh, we are people, uh, are powerful people. We're people of faith. And we just need to take back our community. I'm looking to a group of people that's interested in gardening. We would like to establish a community organic garden for the community, such as a community food co-op. And I can share more about that. We um, do encourage uh, everyone to join us uh, as we have in our meetings regarding beautifying and redeveloping MLK Jr. Boulevard. Right now, that's our targeted area. And also, in these meetings, you can learn how to help your business grow through our workshops and learn about the new developments that's coming about on the Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Thank you, sir. Amen, amen. Thank you for sharing that with us. Because I had an opportunity to sit down with you and your husband and y'all showed me some of the projected plans that you want to do. And I was very impressed. And I encourage anyone and everyone that's at the sound of your voice to come on out and be a part of this. It's taking back our community. You know, we have a uh, we have a, uh, an investment there because we've been there. We raised our families there, and a lot of times we get financially in, uh, secure. We'll move away, but yet the neighborhood is still needs some uh, help. So even if you don't live in South Dallas, uh, if you live there one time, come on back and help out and, and help uh, beautify that part of town. And guess what? And it'll spread. It's that's just the starting point, you know. You look up and you see uh, go green all over town, and you'll be a part of that. Now tell me now, uh, uh, sister. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I always call you sister. Call you. You're truly a woman of God. But Dr. Janet, how did you get to where you are? You and your husband, because you could be doing a lot of other things, but yet you're making yourself available to the ministry. What give you the freedom to do the things you do for the Lord? <laughs> well. Praise the Lord. That freedom comes from serving God <laughs> in the name of Jesus. I love the Lord. I love Jesus. I love God. I love my Father. He has uh, done great things for me. And um, as they say, if it had not been for the Lord, where would I be? And I, I just thank God uh, for my life. Uh, it has truly been a great journey. Um, I've I believe I had a call on my license. I was about eight years old. So I have been loving the Lord a long time, and I have been learning his ways and his attributes, and I want to be so much like Jesus. And that is, that is, my, uh, that is my reason for living. And um, I, I truly have a relationship with him. It's not about the, the religion or the good things we do in the community. That's our passion. That's that's our reasonable service, you know. And so it's just that I just have such a, I'm just in love with Jesus. I'm in love with my hey. husband too, but I'm in love with Jesus. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And you know what? Uh, I would love to speak with your husband. Ask your husband, would he like to comment on some of the things that you shared with us? I wanted uh and I'm I apologize for not saying that. My husband's not available this morning <laughs> and uh he okay. did send uh his condolences that he will surely get with you on another show. He thank you so much for inviting us but he had another engagement this morning, so he's okay. already uh headed out on his mission. <laughs> All right. I, I understand that. Well thank you and him and I'm gonna talk to y'all again offline. But before we conclude this inter- uh this interview I would like to thank you. I, I, I met you over at the prison fellowship where you was assisting in the orientation, and uh, and mm-hmm. you've done a great job. And I was very impressed. I am so happy to know you and the uh, and, and the way you present yourself and your uh, and your take on the gospel. So thank you for what you're doing. And uh, with, uh, this is an opportunity for you to encourage the other women to be about our Father, be the God. Sometimes we feel like that we don't have enough. 
Sometimes we feel like that don't nobody wants to hear what we say containing the gospel. How can you offset some of those things when someone is struggling with their relationship and their ministry? Give us words of encouragement. Well, the word I stand on is trust in the Lord and trust in the power of his, his might. The word says, who is the king of glory? It said, let the king of glory in. And then it said, who is the king of glory? They said, the Lord, are strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle, is he. And that's what we have to do uh, right now. As you see all the chaos in our community, Martin Luther King said it best. He said, where do we go from here? Will it be chaos or will it be community? And that's what we have to go back. We got to go back and take our community. And we got to go back to our first love. We got to go back to Jesus. Whatever we have tried, is if it's not working for you, then leave it alone. They said the first time it was a mistake. The second time it's a choice. So even the Bible tells us, choose this day. So that's a choice. Choose this day. Who are you going to serve? You're going to love one and hate the other. You cannot serve two masters. And with that, I would say, go with Jesus and go all the way. And Pastor um, Lewis, I thank you so much. I know that we spoke about, I spoke about a lot of different things. But I wanted to just close with this, if I could, sir, and to encourage everyone that, with the team Go Green, Go Green means to reduce, uh, reuse, and recycle. Each and every day, the Lord, when we awake, he has created our bodies to recycle itself. The body is equipped to heal itself, and the Lord is able to restore us. And with that Go Green, we, we, we bring a program that we offer recovery. We offer rebuilding and restoring lives. And in that, we um, some elements that we have, we offer housing, counseling, vocational training, employment. But we need the church support to be able to help these men and women that's coming back on for, to reentry so that we can redirect their life. So they need the spiritual enrichment so that they can have that family reunification. We work with offenders, but we work with a special a population of, of people and these are like our prodigal sons and daughters. These are our prodigal sisters and brothers. There's one population of people that that is like the people with leprosy. No one wants to deal with them. No, no I do not condone their offenses, and that is sex offenders. And then we, the uh, easier term is S.O. These are sisters and brothers that made a mistake. They need love and compassion. And let them let us lead them to the Lord and let the Lord do what He do. But we we should not treat them as if they are left, left, you know. And uh, so that's what I just uh, wanted Dr. to put Janet, out there. And we want to thank you for being part of what we was doing here. Oh, this is an archive show, so some of the dates and times uh, is a little off, but the ministry is still the same. Prison Fellowship, uh, the uh, Angel Tree Project is still active. Is still active today, and uh, what uh, uh, Dr. Flemings was talking about, you still can be a part of that. He said it was a number of churches that wasn't involved in the life of the community. So I encourage you to be a part of something greater than yourself, as been stated earlier. And Dr. Janet, that she was sharing about some things that are dear to her heart, and we pray that you catch hold to it and it become dear to your heart also. Uh, this is an archive program. You can always go back and listen to this program in entirety, and also other. Uh, podcast from Blog Talk Radio, and uh, I'm on my way out. We have an outing this morning. That's really we didn't have a live show per se, but uh, this is the day that the Lord had made, so let us rejoice and be glad of it. And I'm getting ready to get on out of here. We pray that things go well with you today. We pray that you go out and help change your life in Jesus' name, that you can make a difference. And Jesus told Peter, say, Peter, devil asked permission to get you, Peter. He wants you. You're the apple of his eye. But he said, Peter, I got you. You know, you, you know our Lord said he have us. He said, now, Peter, now, when you fall, when you stumble, when you get, when you overcome by the situation, don't lose heart, for you shall be more than a conqueror, you know, in this battle here, Peter. Well, I'll put it like this. He said, now, Peter, now, with saved aspiration to sip you, but I pray for you, Peter, that when you are overcome, when you're victorious, that you're to strengthen your brother. That's what we're all about. That's what this ministry is all about. 
being free on the inside. Guess what? I didn't get here by myself. Someone else encouraged me. Someone strengthened me. It may have been you. Maybe you that did it to me. Amen. And guess what? God is no respect of person. What he does for one, he'll do for another. I grab hold to you, you grab hold to me, and we grab hold to someone else. And before you know it's a chain reaction, amen, and changing the lives of a, of a city, community, and family. That's what we're all about. So enjoy this day. Go on out and make a difference. Apply some of the things that you heard on this program into your daily life, into your ministry, and see what God is going to do. God, gonna, God is up to something. Our speaker said that it's a choice that you make. What choice are you making today? Uh, the prophet said that uh, for me and my family, we choose the Lord. For you and your family, who do you choose? What are you building your foundation upon? Anything else is like sinking sand. Amen. Enjoy your day. Enjoy this time. We're looking forward to speaking to you uh, at a later date next Saturday. We also be out again. We have another outing, but we will be broadcasting some archives programs. And so please, uh, Make note of that and, and see what God has to say to you at this time. Christian Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the guests, for the archive shows that are being presented. Dear Lord, the word is the same, dear Lord. Prison fellowship, there's men and women that's been incarcerated. There's men and women families that's been uh, that's, uh, been uh, left out and been under stress, dear Lord. But yet, there's ministry to reach out to those those siblings, dear Lord, to the angel creatures tree project to put a smile on their face and let them let that young man and let that young lady know that god hadn't forgot about it uh go green the lord is a ministry that dr janet talked about the lord if we look around and we see everything looks dead but yet you tell us the lord that you can turn a dry place into uh into a, a river dear lord that you can restore those things that are dead dear lord thank you dear lord for using your people dear lord to restore a neighborhood uh, country, dear Lord, thank you, dear Lord. As we think about all these, uh, all the things that's going on, let us be a part of something bigger than ourselves. Let us help encourage someone else, dear Lord. Let us help show someone the errors of their ways, the way that you showed us, the way someone else showed us, dear Lord. Let us be helpless one to another. We pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus. This is the archive program. Uh, I'm speaking to you uh, live today, but go back and listen to the program and enjoy what God has had to say at such a time as this. Looking forward to speaking to you again at our next podcast. God bless you. Enjoy your day. <laughs>